You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. time in a long time but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side beast mode no one's blocking our way <laughs> these other guys tried it but them man ain't got the skills of brazen and davy brazen and raging bringing you the thrills and spills right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, and this is BD Elite. It is. It's BD Elite, live from the brand new BDE. Hello. Welcome. This yes. is our AEW review, but we are your NXT friends. We'll always be your NXT we friends, will. and we'll always be your dynamite friends, even after. Uh, watching Blood and Guts will still be your friends. Maybe not so much for some people. Maybe they'll think we're we're, we're being mean. But uh, hey, what a, sp- speak for yourself, not for me. What a what a what a lovely what a lovely dynamates. Yeah, dynamates. There you good. go. We can be your dynamates. I love it. Thank you, Sino, in the chat. Yes, we go live every Tuesday night after NXT, and then we record up next at like ten fifteen, and then of course the podcast goes out. But we record the show on our Twitch TV slash up next podcast. But then the same goes for Wednesday nights. We will be your Dynamates and we'll cover Dynamite and we'll go on at like 10.15 or 10.10 or whatever after that. But we just moved. We've mentioned on Up Next yesterday and we're in our new pad. We did a watch along, our first ever Dynamite watch along Mm. because it's blood and guts. Yeah, it was a big one. This is the event that was planned a whole year ago that never happened. And finally, we got the blood and guts match, the War Games match in AEW. Yeah, war games. Obviously, like the WCW, WWE's brought it back with NXT, but the it's Dusty's creation, is it mm. not? So I believe so. Yeah. So that's why Cody always kind of I feel like wanted to do it. So uh, they had it in mind like a year ago, but we got to see it tonight. But yeah, uh, so we did a watch along. We kind of made a, a little makeshift set 
because we're in the midst of kind of creating a set. Maybe by next week we'll have a full I hope proper so. set. We've got a lot of stuff arriving and we can build it up real nice for next Tuesday. Yeah, we got like we mentioned we got gaming chairs mm. that if you, comfy. if you put USBs plug the USB in it it like becomes a massage oh, yeah. gaming chair for no reason at all it's good for the back as well we got a new like cool. desk coming we're gonna make a whole set with all sorts of stuff so we're that's what we've been doing we've been settling in downtown Toronto we've been living the good life we're happy yeah we're very happy yeah like recording this I, it's nighttime, but I can like see like the Toronto Island see the water I mean we always cook when we're, we're watching these shows as yeah. well so it's nice being able to watch from the kitchen it's it's been great we're we're pretty cute roommates and we decided like when we do and we started nxt every week living together that we swap alternate cooking nights and stuff like that and now yeah we have like this kitchen where we can we don't have to like run back and forth no. to like watch the show and or put a put a laptop in the kitchen to watch yeah. the show and stuff like that we can just the days of it's back. It's on. Are, are no more for us. We we're the big times now. We are. Yeah. We we've moved on up. And <laughs> we have TVs everywhere great. now. Uh, yeah. We do. We need more Chromecasts. Yeah. Just Chromecast to every surface in this in this place. <laughs> TVs every everywhere. That'd be great. We I'm need a projector on permanently. Because like uh, well, last time a year or so ago for Wrestle Kingdom, we set up a projector. We borrowed one and and plug in my KRK speakers, and we had like quite a, a Wrestle Kingdom. So mm. I feel like. We could do that. We get a big, big projector and just start streaming wrestling events. We have a perfect place for parties. Yes, and we're living in a pandemic when we can't even throw parties. We can't. So no. it's just been great. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, so I we're mean, the party. This is our. We parties. are the party. We're the party with you guys, and we'd like to extend that party later tonight. By if you are a patron of us and want to call in to give us your thoughts on tonight's blood and guts or last night's NXT or the wrestling world in general. Uh, please check your your kind of uh, inboxes on Patreon um, because we have just posted the Zoom link and we'd love to hear from you guys tonight. Yeah, definitely. Uh, patrons, thank you so much for supporting. And if you're not a patron, hey, sign up now. The, the beginning of month just started of May and all the, the shows coming out. We just did a War Games throwback show. We mentioned we put the Facebook group to a vote. Join the Facebook group, by the way, up next podcast group. Uh, and we put it to a vote, and the group voted for WCW War Games 2000. We just released that today in honor. So I saw the the people, the early birds were checking that show out earlier during the day. So uh, go check that out because you may or may not attempt to DM a Nitro Girl. Uh, I, I think I will. Well, don't give it away. You gotta you gotta listen to the okay. show. You and f- then, yeah, find out who. Oh, tr- yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, well, that's a different show for it. T- best match ever Nitro Girls but like not like, but just best Nitro Girl uh, show would be good was she a Nitro no does she count as a Nitro Girl if she's would, on Nitro if it's I a mean, girl on Nitro is that does that make you a Nitro I think they're all the same to you aren't no, they Brayden no 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 just see a skirt and you're like oh no no some Nitro Girl over there no 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 because Tori Wilson is just in a crazy league and yeah. we talk about all her oh yeah great stuff from War Games 2000 which isn't really a War Games so we were gonna do not a classic so. War Games match Match, and everyone voted for War Games 2000, which was actually just a triple cage match, which is so ridiculous. Yes. But listen to us talk about that as well. As a up yours of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, mm. which uh, is an interesting choice from our world champ. Picked by Robert Frith. Yeah, yeah. Robert, who's picked. I, I know he, he loves this movie, and I think we're we're kind of fans of Tim Burton here at the BD. So uh, you've never seen it. I'm so not, no. You're not a fan no. of Tim Burton? He's made the same film like 13 <laughs> times. Okay, well, He's this had movie, good films. Yeah. 
But no, I'm not really a Tim Burton fan. Like, I'd say this is one of his earlier ones. So this mm. one's good. I, I love Pee-wee. It was always on TV for me uh, as a kid. So I have not watched it in a long time. But uh, yeah, that's an interesting pick that we'll be doing. We, we did The Outsiders as well last week, which was a lot of, of fun as well. Stay gold, Pony Boy. So look for those reviews on the Patreon. And I know everyone's buzzing about the new Mortal Kombat movie. So we did the OG we did. Mortal Kombat movie. That's in, just from like two weeks ago there as well. So we've been doing all sorts of movie reviews in there but yeah and as always don't forget to check out john cena's shot in the dark that was released earlier today covering everything from nwa power to AEW dark and dark elevation nxt uk all covered within 15 minutes free every wednesday but uh maybe we should say what's coming up next week as well so you can get ahead of the game and mm. watch it because we love getting all your feedback wwf backlash 2001 we're on the road to WrestleMania backlash, guys. Uh, um, so we're going to go back to 2001 for a stacked backlash, including the Queensbury Rules man. Yeah, William Regal, Chris yes. Jericho. Yes, I'm Queensbury excited. Rules. So yeah, reviews from the six, backlash 2001. That's a show we'll be doing next week as well. What's what's next week? And too? we're also joined by someone you may be familiar with, a certain person from New Jersey, talking all about Samurai Cop. From 1991, yes, it's Brandon from New Jersey joining us for an episode of Up Yours. He has selected the film Samurai Cop. Wow. Um, I think great. it does what it says on the tin. I don't know. I've not read the synopsis or anything. Samurai yet. Cop. I'm assuming it's about a cop who's a samurai. That would be so outlandish. Maybe, maybe. you got to see Wolf Cop. Is it about a cop who's a wolf? <laughs> so good. I like Axe Cop. The cartoon. I tried I showing you that Yeah, one. yeah, it's really it's, weird. It's ridiculous. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so we have all these shows as well as, as stuff coming out later in the month. So go jo join us there on the Patreon. Only five bucks for North American tier and gets access to all the podcasts we've done in the past. Was next. All the best match ever. Everything like that uh, is there on the North American tier. But if you're a wild one, a world champ, you not only get to pick a show and come on and, and join us, but you also get access to behind the BDE, which I'm sure they're going to get even more outland outlandish because we have such a cool pad now. So yeah, yeah. that show is going to be worth it. I've saw a few people signed up for world champ just to quickly go and listen to, to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see you scrump and fire Frank. They're like, I got to hear what these goons are saying. I got to hear. So go join us there. All the podcasts uh, that that's what we do to keep sane during these crazy times. Cause here in Toronto, uh, we're still in like lockdown. We're here in AEW's doing full shows. I, I tried to get uh, a vaccine booked okay. yesterday. Yeah. Um, because so they start, certain areas are like opening up for 18 plus. Right. Now, my work from our new place is, what, six minute walk? Yeah, like 10 minutes. Not even. You, you go past the actual vaccine like center okay. to get there. Um, where we are now is not a hot spot, but my work is... So, like, just across mm. that bridge is essentially a hot, spot a hot spot for the vax. So, can't get the vax yet, annoyingly. You're going to be what team? Even Pfizer? though I'll be working in a hot spot. I'll be team whatever they put in me. You're gonna <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> You're gonna, people are going to have, they're going to be gang warfare, stables and factions of the. I'll have them all. The Moderna boys. Yeah. Or the, once you're a Pfizer, you're yeah. a Pfizer all the way. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not like super, I'm, I'm not against it. I think it's definitely something, I'm just not super. I feel like there's people definitely who need it quickly b before me. But For I'm, sure, I, yeah. I, if, if they're like, hey, your, your time's now, you can get it. I'll be like, yeah, mm. cool, great, thanks. But 
yeah, uh, definitely, I think is a good thing. Cause I know, uh, you know, the world's most famous podcaster, uh, I guess that's arguably, but, um, Joe Rogan has gotten. I thought you were going to say WH Park. Oh, no, no. I <laughs> know <laughs> WH Park got his second one. Who? <laughs> yeah, uh, who would like, who kind of back tracked on some things he said about uh the vaccines and stuff like that and like uh right now we're getting probably someone listening who's either on the sides and stuff and i can see from both sides but i definitely don't think they're microchipping us no because they're already doing that with our phones so like they don't need to to do that and i don't know about the nanobots like we we literally say everything about ourselves on the (laughs) internet daily i'm not worried about being tracked we give, our address, we give our address out to strangers who send us like sega genesis and sega genesis genocide genocide yeah in the mail and, and artwork and stuff like that so yeah i don't know if the government's real I, i'm i'm down to get vaxxed i yeah. know i know uh is that is that you're you're i think you're rushing to get vaxxed really quick so that you can put it on your tinder bio so it says vaxxed this is true yeah <laughs> This is true. I, I knew it. I'm on to you, Portman. No, but what I find funny is looking around, uh, seeing all these like posters and things being like, get vaccinated. It's like, yeah, I'm fucking trying. Stop advertising stuff I can't get, you know? Yeah. It's like you were saying the other day about they keep advertising these white claws, new flavors that I can't find anywhere. <laughs> I hate when I hate when you, they advertise things. That aren't like even available exactly. yet. Exactly, like, so like the vaccine. Down. Yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, guys, we all need to get vaccinated. Vaccinate. We need to get in this together. Come on. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm trying. I tried <laughs> to book one today. Couldn't get it. <laughs> well, I hope we get it. I hope yeah. you do. So you, the the swipes can continue. Stream it live. You're sw- you're do a watch along with your swiping. My, no, vaccinate. <laughs> oh, of your vaccination. Mm. Both of those things sound good. You should do it at the same time. All right, yeah. Because you only need one arm to get vaxxed, and the other can you be swiping? Who was it? We we raided a room on Twitch the other day, and they were just doing Ding, Tinder. Tinder swipes or something. Was it Vader yeah. Scott? No, no, Vader Scott's with uh, like married, Bailey she? or yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, who was it? Uh, it was uh, it was some wrestler, wasn't it? Yeah, she's wrestled in AEW before. Yeah, it was interesting. Oh, was it Blue Pants? No, no. Uh, the one with the, the, the Seth Rollins hair. Seth um, she's hair. great, actually. I think she's re- re- pretty good. I think AEW should sign her. I'm blanking on her name completely. Uh, Allison K. That's oh, who it is. okay, yes. AK47. Yeah, yes. I think she's a pretty good wrestler. I think she's funny. She, mm. she's yeah. That's an interesting. That seems borderline illegal to stream like something in and yeah, out. Yeah, seeing pe- people's no, pictures. No, because I guess if you're uh, you're putting yourself it's out tricky. there. It aren't sounds you? tricky. Hmm. I, I think it's hilarious, and I think yeah, it's funny. really funny that we saw yeah, that. What but would the legality about? I don't I, think it I, would I, be. I feel kind of once, like those apps, once you sign up, you kind of give away all your human rights. True, I think right. so. I see. You. I, I'm sure there's something in that whole long contract that I didn't read when I just ticked it and yeah. said I read to continue. Yeah, that was like, hey, we own all your photos. It can be on Twitch. It can. We can monetize off this. Well, you got to set your location to wherever Allison K is, so that uh, <laughs> so you could super like. Maybe she'll super like you. Maybe I, I picture you in the chair getting vaxxed while it's happening, changing the bio to fully vaxxed, like with a <laughs> winky face emoji. Well, I'd start off half vaxxed, would I? Half vaxxed? Yeah. Wow, is that the new thing? Are you fully vaxxed? Just you fully vaxxed? Oh, half only vaxxed? half vaxxed? Half vaxxed? Mm. You. You nothing. Uh, well, that's. I hope it goes well for for you, but for for us, for everyone. I hope mm. everyone's getting vaxxed so we can all hang out again. Yeah, I miss hanging out with people. 
do these things live. Yeah, hell yeah. We want people to come over. You're all invited to the new yeah, community. Yeah, all of you. We got a nice... We can, you can sleep on our couch yeah. and sit in the Lazy Boy. Mm-hmm. That's about it, though. We don't have a guest room, but yeah. like... Floor. There's a floor. There's a bath. There's a bathtub. There's a bar. bar. Yeah, yeah, loads of surfaces. Yeah, it's fine. Live by the lake. You could go chill in someone's yeah, boat. Swim. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff. We don't have Ralph the Raccoon anymore here at the new location no. where we live because we lived in Koreatown, Toronto, kind of a little suburb, cool pocket, hip part of Toronto, and they have so many raccoons, including our Ralph. We did see him one final night, as well as our, our cat Manny, that we the street cat that we knew. But now we live near the lake, and we were like, oh man, like we don't, we don't, we don't have Ralph anymore. And then what did we see? We saw Gary. Gary. <laughs> Gary the Goose. He's a cheeky little bugger, too. So, yeah, we keep seeing this goose. Yeah. And we were talking about him last night after we recorded Up Next. And we're like, I guess we should should name the goose. Well, and you go, what should we call him? I was like, I was thinking Gary. And you're like, I was thinking Gary, too. Yeah. So, Gary, Gary the, the goose. goose is pretty, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's a Canadian goose for those, you know, like the jackets. Mm. <laughs> That's what they're made out of. Poor, hopefully not Gary. Poor Gary. Yeah, yeah. But, Gary's mom. But Canadian goose geese are, Canadian geese are kind of assholes. Mm. Like, they're not really nice. No wonder why. We turn them into fucking coats. <laughs> I'd be an asshole if someone was trying to turn me into a coat. <laughs> all I know is, now we need to change all our branding from raccoons to goose. <laughs> to geese. <laughs> geese. <laughs> the white claw thing with a geese. Could be like a bit of a wing coming out for the wave. Let's just get Canada Robert. Goose Jacket. Let's just get Canada Goose Jackets. Yeah. Uh, I know people are... Jesse from the Six just unsubscribed. They're pretty expensive a, as well. Yeah, yeah. I heard they are nice and warm. Mm. Sorry, Gary. But yeah, we'll keep you guys updated on the, the wildlife near us. Because we're like near the water and the island and stuff like that. But that's all the animals. And ducks. We've seen some ducks. But yeah. they're not as exciting. I love ducks. I love the mighty ducks. But no, ducks, ducks are just... Ducks are cool. They're, ducks are yeah, cool. They're just having so much fun. Have you ever seen a sad duck? <laughs> the ugly duckling. He was. He wasn't a duck. He was a swan. Oh yeah. But why is it called the ugly duckling? Because everyone thought he was ugly. Because he oh. didn't look like the. Do you not know? <laughs> it's been a minute. Man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the whole story. <laughs> it's not just about this ugly bird. <laughs> I know lots of stories like that. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, that's the update on our moving situation. Duck, duck, goose. Uh, I guess we can get into some some blood and guts. Blood and ducks. <laughs> blood and ducks. Yes. Uh, let's talk about AEW Dynamite from Wednesday, May the 5th, 2021. It is blood and guts. We mentioned it's their, their war games, essentially. They say the word war here and there, but mm. they, they're kind of saying it, not saying it. Yeah. That classic. Games thing. of war. i'm surprised none of them mentioned there's a movie with matthew broderick called war games um where they could have like done tie-ins to that i'm surprised because normally uh when they do this sort of thing like a name change jr's just like fuck it and it's like this war games match right here but yeah they (laughs) i think they could have been cheekier yeah, they weren't. They weren't. But they, they pretty much were like, you got, you know what it is. You know what it is. You know what it is. It's two rings. There's a giant cage, and everyone's gonna fight. And yeah. Rules. At one point, I think it's is it Tony or Excalibur even says, um, "Oh, uh, Cody's brother Dustin was one of those in those great blood and guts matches from years ago." You're like, yeah, pretty sure it wasn't called. Cool. <laughs> it wasn't called blood and guts, yeah. but yeah, that's when they could have said, like, "Hey, you you know the the, the name." You could even said we're not allowed to say the other name, mm. but but in TNA they called it Lethal Lockdown. 
Okay. So it's the same match? It's pretty much the same thing, but not double. They didn't do double. Oh. They just did one. Yeah. But yeah, with the six things. Okay. But yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm fine with it. Blood and guts, guts whatever. Yeah. Uh, it was more like blood and butts tonight, mm. really, because there was a lot of bumps. A lot of butts. And not too, I didn't see any guts. No. Because all the guys... You don't think it took guts to jump on that pillow at the end of the show? <laughs> it took so many guts to, to do that. Uh, sorry, yeah, Lethal Lockdown in TNA was the, the thing where the, at the end when everyone's in, the, a cage lowers right. and all these weapons come down. Okay, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, it was we watched le- one of them. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, we did a review last year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lockdown. <laughs> Sting was in it, I'm sure. Yeah. And probably. AJ. Yeah, good old Jarrett. Team. I think Jarrett was in it. If it was TNA... Jarrett was Jarrett in it. Was, in it yeah. <laughs> was he in this match? Tonight? No, he was in the one we watched for Nitro. Yes. The Triple Cage one. Ridiculous. Great. He did climb it to his mm. benefit of the doubt. So, Blood and Guts here tonight. Uh, there are some other matches. They promoted it almost like there wasn't. And then last minute, kind of last week, we're like, hey, there's also all these other things going on. And another one of these matches, we start off with the tag match that is advertised that was basically forced upon Kenny Omega because... Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, uh, like what threatened to, to step on Kenny's leg or break his leg. So Don accepted the match. So now this hap- has to happen. It's Kenny and Nakazawa versus Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. But they're saying Kenny's not here. They're saying Nakazawa is going to fight this, this match on his own. And Don Callis says there's great legendary iconic Japanese wrestlers throughout history. Everyone knows the names. There's Inoki, there's Okada, Ibushi, and there's Nakazawa. So Nakazawa is going to do this one on two. And as the, he's getting a beat down, out of the crowd pops up Kenny for a cheeky attack. But the match starts so that it is happening. Kenny gains control with a Kataro Crusher for a near fall early on. Kenny's kind of rocking some Dragon Ball Z tights, I thought. Yeah, it looked kind of cool. cool, actually, though. Uh, there's this crazy spot where it's supposed to be just Moxley like head snapping Kenny down, but he sells it like he like does the rock oh, flips. <laughs> but he throws him right on the back of his head. Yeah, it looked painful. Yeah, and then he hits a German suplex on Nakazawa, followed by a pile driver, and then he locks in the bully choke, and Kenny just leaves and goes, "Yeah, it's it's fine. Just like end the match, like it's over." And they're like, "No, no, no, no. like get back in here." And he's like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm out." So Kenny just dips. And then they decide to hit the half-and-half half lariat combo on Nakazawa to pin him. And when Excalibur calls it that, Jim Ross gets really excited and says, they should call that the Arnold Palmer because the half-and-half. And, half. Ah. and I got a great chuckle. I yeah. definitely enjoy a good Arnold Palmer. They're nice, yeah. yeah they're quite nice. Uh, and this match wasn't uh, necessarily nice, but it, had, uh, it was more of an angle, I'd say, to kind of prolong some sort of feud with the... the Elite and Mox and Kingston, because there is an attack after, but... Yeah, the match, uh, and I kind of felt this with all the matches tonight. Um, So everything apart from the interviews outside the cage towards the end and the actual Blood and Guts match, everything else was taped. And just the, the... They were clearly trying to squeeze in a lot and give the Blood and Guts a lot of time, but it kind of felt like I was watching Dark at times. Just it was very, like, snap to the match match over next bit next bit and the match itself it didn't really hit the standards of what i expect from a AEW opening tag match but it almost felt like the whole show was kind of meant to be like that it was all meant to be a bit of a pre-show before this main event um just stylistically it felt different to what i'm used to watching dynamite 
Yeah, it felt that's what I mean. It, it felt just maybe more of an angle to set up something mm. else down the line because after this, the Bucks come out for a beatdown. The Good Brothers show up. The Bucks looking fancy. Everyone's looking fancy. The Elite here looking real fancy with their danglies. Nick with his septum piercing. Yeah. What do we think about this guy? Is this real? Yeah. Is it a real? Se- I don't think it's real. Just a clip on. There are such things. I mean, it's a really easy bit to clip, isn't it? Yeah. Septum piercings freak me out. Yeah, not fan. Bad, bad experience with a high school girlfriend. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. But I don't understand how he's like got to be forty with kids getting a septum piercing. Yeah, good for him. Seamus did it. I it's love, good enough for Seamus. I love it. For Nick they're Jack. bad guys. They should, I should hate them. <laughs> no, I think that's completely what they're doing with the danglies, the ridiculous... Oh, Matt Jackson's... Um, Get up. Yeah, his shorts and... He looked like he braided Ethan Page's wardrobe. No, it this, looked this like... This feels like what Ethan Page usually wears. This the, is the like Armani everything. I don't know. It's shirt. super, super like fancy. It's mm. like what Rick Ross would wear. It looks like right out of DJ Khaled's uh, closet, really. But he's not wearing shoes and he like super kicks Moxley and Kingston. I love a barefoot super kick. It oh, looks yeah. so funny. Uh, this this beatdown was, was pretty good. And then they hit Eddie Kingston with the one-winged angel. So it looks like they're kind of setting up the Bucks and... Mox and Kingston. Yeah. At the paper. I assume so. Because they, they, they beat the shit out of them here. So uh, Nakazawa gets beat, but they get the upper hand on Mox and Kingston mm. after this. But yeah, I love the ridiculous fit of the, the Good Brothers and, and Bucks. Uh, Kenny even gets them to count the Bucks to like count the pin. Ah. Oh, the one winged angel. So Kenny wins the match. Kenny wins. In his mind. Beats Eddie. Uh, they have an announcement for a match at Double or Nothing. Hikaru Shida, the women's champ, will put the title on the line. Against Britt Baker. It's official. So it's happening. Good. Yeah. It's about time. It feels like this is a long time in the making. And um, both uh, Hikaru Shida's been having some good matches. Britt Baker's really, really in her groove, I think. So this could be a really good match. Yeah, it's time to make the title kind of... And it feels a long time since they last squared off. Yeah, it'll be a good match. And I think there needs to be a title change to... Britt's a star. Yeah, yeah. I'll put the title on Britt for sure. We go to your real main event of the evening. Oh, yes. QT Marshall versus Cody Rhodes. Oh, yeah. It's the factory (sighs) versus the family. The Mm. Nightmare family, the Nightmare people, and QT, they've had a bit of a breakup. Nightmare men v. Factory men. (laughs) Uh, And so QT's quit the, the family and says, you just... You know, took all my thunder and, and say you did it. You say do the work, but you stole my work. You, mm. you basically, he, he basically says, Cody, you're the guy in the group project who just shows up and say, like, says, look what we have here. It's great. And we, I did it. And it's not fair. So then he created his own team and it's been promoting this. I thought the build to this last week, last minute with the truck stuff was pretty fun. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It was great to get me hyped. So QT comes out, but there's no like family members. It's a one-on-one kind of thing here. It's different from the last time we saw these guys fight. Because last time it was like... An exhibition, yeah. a, fr- a friendly match kind of yeah. thing. So Cody versus QT. No epic entrance from Cody. They kind of cut it short here. Things, are, like you said, are cut a lot because mm. they want time for the main event. So no pyro for Cody. No Snoop either. No Snoop. There was Snoop. Was there? Oh, yeah. There was always Snoop. Huh. There was Snoop. I didn't know Snoop. Yep, there was. I was there, Snoop. <laughs> uh, Snoop actually is in a new commercial. Obviously, that doesn't narrow How it down. Many commercials. Is He's he in, in one with another one with Martha Stewart, where it's for the new Bic lighters. 
Okay. And the big lighters have like a little extender so you can like light your candles without like burning yourself, like yeah, all these yeah. little things. So they keep mentioning like, yeah, like light your candles and stuff, but it's like <laughs> perfect for lighting a, a joint. Right. So yeah. Snoop in another commercial for Bic. Uh, Cody with the Snoop entrance versus QT. Uh, QT early after doing some technical aggressive wrestling grabs the belt, the, the weightlifting belt from Cody and whips him with it. And the ref decides, yeah, it's all right. That's cool. It's fine. You know, whatever. Uh, and then Cody is up on the top rope going for something. But QT, looking like Kurt Angle, runs up the top with this, like, overhead throw off the top, which looked Beautiful. <clears throat> Better than Kurt Angle. Better than Kurt. It's cute. T. QT Angle. Yeah. Um, there's then a deadlift German suplex from QT, which is also very impressive. Uh, he, Arn Anderson and QT getting a little bit of a scuffle. It looks like he spits in his face or something. So Arn gets pissed and starts to fight QT, which the ref still goes out. Oh, Arn like squeezes his head against the ring post. It was like pretty vicious. Yeah. Uh, so the refs are like, "That's fine." They go to picture <laughs> picture. When we come back, um, it's it's is it Arn that they're like, "Get the hell out of here!" Like mm. you shouldn't have interfered. But the match continues. Uh, QT gets countered from Cody and this is when we see the first bum of the night because uh, his pants get pulled down but yeah. QT has a QT bum as he it was blurred here Blow in Canada out. yeah they, they blurred it uh, there's a DDT and a moonsault for a two fall for Cody but QT gets back and hits Cody with his own move the crossroads but Cody kicks out of that there's an attempt for a tombstone which gets countered and countered encounter and eventually cody hits qt with the tombstone hits him with the crossroads but qt kicks out of that as they stand up in a face-to-face it almost looks like cody's like i just want to like put you down i don't want to like be the the bad guy here and qt hits him with the middle finger and this is when i noticed that cody's just bleeding like profusely yeah i i didn't pick up where this was from but it was right above the eye like blood's just Dripping in his eye. Yeah, uh, but it didn't stop him from dropping QT into the figure four. And QT has nowhere to go and taps out. Cody Rhodes beats QT. Yeah, I quite enjoyed this, actually. Um, I I thought this was just some good, solid wrestling. Nothing particularly showy or flashy, but I quite enjoyed it. I thought the tombstone counter spot was really good. Um, And I have been enjoying this whole factory storyline that's been going on yeah i actually think this needs to lead to like something a bit bigger of down the line maybe if cody another one or something yeah maybe yeah possibly post match yeah after the match a go-go anthony a go-go comes down delivers the gut punch to cody laying him out and then takes out a union jack flag and puts it over the body of cody Rhodes, covering him here uh love this this looked like such a heel move yeah, come in, punch the guy, and lay him out, and cover him with the, your flag. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, it's a shame, like obviously when things are traveling again and stuff. This would be a cool match to do in the UK. Uh, yeah, a go go versus Cody. Yeah, true. Because I we haven't really seen a go 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 wrestle much yet, um, so we don't know what he can do. But he's he's a big star, and I, I've liked. Uh, like his promos so far and I, I'm enjoying this gut punch so I do think he's going to be he's going to be the focus of the factory uh, the one they're going right, to try okay, make, yeah. you know um, all of their guys are, true, are, are, yeah. are cool so. um, but yeah this is interesting I assume we're going that route I just like QT yeah he was good he's the best he's, be- he's, he's the awesome. draw for me yeah 
QT's on, I gotta sit down and watch QT. I d- <laughs> I do enjoy watching. Yeah, him. I, I do. Think he's pretty good. Fuck you, QT haters. Yeah. Y'all learning now. QT's <laughs> the future, the wave. He's training all these people. Anthony Agogo, the the caveman guy, and Nick Murado, yeah, and uh, uh, Solo. Yes. Yeah, they're all getting trained Stars. by the, the the goat. Yeah. The QT. Fuck yeah. I'm upset. I actually was genuinely rooting for him to win. I me too. So I'm a little gutted. So that's why I'm trying to big him up because I was like, you can't, you can't crush him like this. There needs to be a rematch. We need to get him on the show. QT yeah. on the show. What would you ask him? Be like, why'd you tap, QT? <laughs> <laughs> You're better than that. You're better than Cody. I ask him how he got so good at wrestling. Yeah. And how he apples. <laughs> Does he? He doesn't do that anymore. But he probably still enjoys. He'll probably that. just off camera. Just. Eat. Just eating apples. Kawhi Leonard eats a load of apples. It's a weird thing about mm. him. He goes to restaurants and like pays them and is like, hey, I'm going to sit here and just eat this bag of apples. What the yeah. fuck? It's really weird. If it's good enough for Kawhi Leonard, it's good enough for QC. I guess that's why in Toronto when the Raps won, everyone was like, uh, Kawhi eats here for free. It's like, well, all he eats is apples. Just bring it's a not, bag of apples. It's not really yeah. expensive. <laughs> bring your own apples to the, to the place. Uh, we go to... Alex Marvez, who's with Scorpio Sky and All Ego Ethan Page, they're looking pretty fresh here as well. I loved e- e- Ethan Page's uh, like leopard dark T-shirt. He's always dressed pretty well. Yeah, they they I both think. look good. They say, "Riddle me this, riddle me that." Obviously, a fan of Batman Forever. Yes, and our Batman reviews. Batman Begins coming soon. They say, "Who's afraid of the big black bat?" Sting, we're not scared of you. You're just a mosquito sucking the blood out of this company, buzzing around, annoying. And you know what we do to mosquitoes? We kill them. And he swats his arm. Listen here, Steve. You've overstayed your welcome. Showtime's over. I'm the franchise now, bitch. So call him Sting by his real name. Uh, Getting the heat. Mm -hmm. Really, you never called him by their shoot name. That's bad. So, Ego says, Darby, we have history. You're covering your face with face paint, not because you're a warrior, not because of honor or some character, but because you have a dent in your forehead that you cover up. And that it was from me. It's the same like that metal in your elbow. That's because of me. And I'm going to do much worse things. I don't care about the past. I want to make new history. And he's attacked... By Darby Allen, who attacks both of them, but it's a two-on-one attack here. They, they turn it around, beat the hell out of Darby. He eventually climbs up like a wall at one point, hits a coffin drop. Yeah, they're like going up into the stands and stuff, and he climbs up this ladder. Uh, looked great. Yeah, it looked cool, him jumping off of it. But then Onto the, concrete as well. Real concrete. Landing, yeah. This is real concrete. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so they then beat him up, and then they go, "Hey, look! There's some stairs here, and this is like the, like the side of Daly's place. It looks mm. kind of similar to like the bud, like any arena here, like the bud here in Toronto, mm. but like where the stairs go down, like for the ramp, the, the the seating section, they just throw them down the stairs. Yeah. So Darby goes flying down, not all the way down, but like down some. Good I mean, stuff. I think this is how Darby just goes downstairs in general, like." <laughs> <laughs> just goes ah stairs he's, he's definitely thrown himself downstairs before who hasn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like this it, it's the first time it legitimized these two guys this was I think my favorite part of the show tonight okay um, I I like both Ethan Page and I like 
uh, Scorpio Sky, but Page kind of had a weak debut, I think, and hasn't really proved himself in AEW yet. Sky is someone I think is a really good wrestler, but has never connected with me in any way. This was the first time he really connected with me. I thought he sounded great. He felt comfortable in this heel role now. Uh, I liked some of his lines. And the beatdown was a proper beatdown and looked so different from beatdowns we used to. It looked violent. And uh, I also like that Sting coming in. And I know people criticize and there's uh, people go, oh, it's just... TNA bringing in all these old guys or whatever. Like, there have been those criticisms. But Sting in another company, he'd come in and would feud with, um, like, Cody. He'd feud with Jericho. He'd feud with Christian. But, like, here they've gone, okay, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, Ethan Page, and Scorpio Sky. It's different. It's not really what I was expecting when Sting's coming in. But I think it's working. And... I think we'll get a tag match down the line, which you don't really need Sting to do much. But uh, I think the feud's good and it's it's legitimized these guys for sure. And it's got me invested in the feud now. Yeah, Sting's been helping getting these. Yeah. Like I wasn't a big fan of that street fight, but a lot of people were. And mm. it, it like helped get people over. It helped. I think Darby's completely over now. Yeah. And Sting's definitely helped that. I mean, he, he, he didn't necessarily need it, but it's definitely helped him. He needed him tonight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he got thrown down some yeah. stairs. That It looks look, looks like it sucks. But yeah. Uh, so they took him out. I thought there was a really good mm, uh, promo from both of these guys. They looked the part too. That's definitely important. They got stylists over here at AEW. Yeah. Not just wrestling shirts all the time. No. Yeah. We, um, we see our next match, which has the number one contender, Britt Baker, going up against Julia Hart, I yeah. believe. Uh, I don't have much too much from this because it feels like it was a pretty quick match because all I got was the air raid crash. From air raid crash and lockjaw. Yeah. So. And I think there was even a cut in there because suddenly Britt's just wearing the glove ready for the lockjaw. Oh, okay. Yeah, it felt like really quick, so maybe they cut it for time or something. I don't know. Weird. It was a squash. I mean, it's Julia Hart's first match in AEW. I think they're just racking up those wins some more for Brit. Yeah, that, I'm just excited for the match more mm-hmm. so, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I didn't think this was needed, really, tonight. Yeah, but. the announcement itself, maybe just a promo yeah. would have sufficed, but yeah, we get a Taz report Remember those? It's like it's been the, a while. The, the the thing where it shows clips of a guy's move and then it, he dissects it and talks about it. He's moved on from Sting, so he's back on Adobe Premiere, like just making his little videos. <laughs> Does he make them himself? <laughs> he's doing the dicky bird for all the wrestlers. Yeah, like, <laughs> ah, all right. So this week he, he focuses on Christian Cage's frog splash. Yeah. And he's like, see the extension in the knees? And he's talking about it's Not like, enough power in the quads. He doesn't... Yeah, he, yeah. so he's like secretly sneaked this in... Christian in, in this video. He's like, look how cool this frog splash is. But then he's like, yeah, this guy's, this guy's shit, <laughs> essentially. Well, yeah, he's picking up all the moves and like how he's like, this should be effective. But because uh, he's not getting the power, he goes like, and look, as he's hitting the, um, sorry, what's he call it now? The kill switch, the unprettier, yeah. impaler, whatever. Yeah. He's like looking at his uh, knee buckling and his foot going out of position, not allowing him to. And uh Hobbs managed to slip out of this three times last week and that kind of thing. I, I like it. He hasn't done this for a while, but it's it's talking like a sports analysis and actually is picking up on kind of legit things. Uh, I, I think that it's pretty good. 
No, it's cool. He used, see more of this. Yeah, he used to do it for his guys too, like mm. Cage and hype up the Drill Claw and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, but I, the the little feud with Taz and Christian, they're going to do the same thing with Christian. Maybe they do his thing, like help work yeah, with other guys. For so sure. it's cool. We go to our next match, which is the tag team eliminator match, which is a four way tag match where whoever wins this gets to face the Bucks next week. Yes. So it's Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus versus uh, the Varsity Blondes, which is uh, Flying Brian Jr. and Edge, and <laughs> Edge Griff Garrison, and um, SCU, who mm-hmm. say you know they're on. If we lose, we're done. So they're going on, and they called out the Bucks last week, and the acclaimed, who come out, and of course uh, he says some more offensive shit. Talks <laughs> about uh, how. Uh, Brian Pillman Jr. In ten years, you'll end up on Dark Side of the Ring. <laughs> yeah, I hope that was cleared with him. I hope that. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, it's weird. In the watch along tonight, I, I compared it to the, like. Remember, like when Sean and Brett in the days when mm. they would say things, and so clearly they weren't clearing things with each other, saying really shitty yeah. things to each other, like on air. Which I'm like, isn't that like, like, oh, how do you like? Oh. Yeah, I. I kind of feel, I don't know, even if it's okay with uh, Pillman, you don't know how it is for, like, Pillman's family watching and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, maybe it's fine, but I just remember that. Was it Paige and Charlotte Flair when Paige brings up um, Reed? And it had been ran past Charlotte, but Rick had no idea. Yeah, yeah. And, like, watched it and was, like, devastated. Right. So I, I'd stay away from these, but I don't know. It was a good line. I mean, as a uh, as a professional person who's been in a promo video now, <laughs> I I feel like I was treading water when I mm-hmm. when I cut some and had to promote a, a big match. When you got to promote a match, you sometimes you say things. Yeah, maybe you know sometimes you say things you don't mean. Maybe I meant everything. I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next, Mania, the video of Dickie Bird and featuring me and Chris Elliott on the YouTube. If you have not watched the epic Prime Target. Of up next mania, uh, so this tag eliminator match, um, I I I felt like this was kind of like the last match with Britt Baker. It just kind of wasn't needed on the show. There was a lot of things going on. Just like maybe you know, it yeah, was kind of quick. All, all these matches didn't feel like there was any flow. Yeah, it just kind of okay. You've got a couple of minutes. Go and do your thing. Yeah. So uh, there was some cool double teams. Jurassic Express hitting like a Widowmaker, and then like a, almost like a Psycho Driver on top of the acclaimed here. Uh, flying Brian gets his uh, clothesline in. He's yep. always got to get the flying clothesline in. Oh, like, yeah. It's my spot. It's my, it is. It's my one move. Uh, hits that in there. Uh, but it's SCU who eventually do get the pin here, and they will be the ones who challenge the Bucks next week. But I, I didn't really ca- – I, I was watching. I couldn't really get into to this. No, I didn't either. Um, yeah, again, it just felt like rushed. It didn't feel what you expect. Like Dynamite, the matches normally get a lot of time. And here – they weren't because they were trying to give as much time for the main event. Uh, but that being said, we all knew SCU was going to win. So, like, just it was a formality. Yeah. You know, I did. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but they changed the setup because obviously having the two rings. Mm-hmm. Um, so from the tunnels, there were steps going up to the stage, which I think normally it's level. So you saw Luchasaurus with Jungle Boy on his back. He walks out, tries to go up one step and goes like, Nope, right, you're going down, Jack. Like, and then they walked, and he's like, How do I pose? Because he's normally like yeah. on his shoulders. So he's just like, 
Ta-da! And his muscles. Uh, yeah, Jungle Boy Jack deserves better than than put. He needs to be in a blood and guts match. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, this was a, sl- a sleeper uh, miss for me because J- sleeper miss because <laughs> Jungle Boy is usually like my 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 favorite stuff lately. But uh, yeah, this, no, I, I I agree with you. But this is just to get over the SCU next now, week. So part of me is going. At first, I was like, well, I guess SCU are are retiring or like breaking up next week. But then another part goes after this beat down tonight. Maybe you get like Mox and Kingston sort of screw over the Bucks a bit, and SCU might win and have a bit of a run with the titles. Fuck it, why not? Because I'm thinking, do uh, like do the Bucks necessarily need the titles? Does that feud like it's a, a very personal feud anyway? Do Mox and Kingston care about? going for the tag titles or not hell yeah they do I don't know I, I think it could work either way um, but who is Moxley uh, sorry Kingston obviously wants to win any title so he can bring true. it back to Kathy yes his mom Ruthie Ruthie, Ruthie. Ruthie. <laughs> uh, so SCU versus the Bucks next week mm. either way that sounds like it should yeah, be good yeah it should be good so I, I am interested in seeing that and it's the bad guy Bucks versus the good guy SCU so. yes we get a promo for next week as well. So next week's a stacked dynamite because not only that, but another title's on the line. The IWGP US title. John Moxley defending against Yuji Nagata. And they show clips of New Japan stuff, which they don't usually show like this kind of stuff. It's like a full-on promo. Suzuki making his AEW debut. Technically, yeah. I so think, many yeah. people, yeah. Uh, so it's promoting this match next week and Moxley with a little insert saying like, yeah, uh, I'm going to show you what what this is all about North America and stuff like that yeah uh, so Mox was saying about um, I came at you with respect and you called me a little punk um, so basically he says respect is now out the window he's going to put him in the bully choke and this time maybe Yuji Nagata will never get up again Oh, so he's going to kill him next damn. week on Dynamite damn to retain damn. the title that he just remembered he has oh I have this title <laughs> it seems he forgets every yeah. now and then but yeah uh, so that's next week, and I'm super stoked for that as well. The Forbidden Door. Yeah. Uh, there's another. There's um, another Bullet Club, uh, New Japan guy, um, El Fantasma, showing up on oh, Impact. Impact this yeah. Week. There's yeah. all the sorts of crossovers going all over the place, but uh, interesting. We have Tony Schiavone, who's making a major announcement regarding the world title match at Double or Nothing, and he brings out the champ, Kenny Omega, who's looking real fancy, Miami Vice style. Clearly, it's live now because there's the yes. crowd and everything. But Kenny comes out and he t- he's got Nakazawa behind him, who's clearly okay, uh, who's got all the titles, the AAA title, the Impact title, the TNA title, and Kenny's got the AEW title. So the, the belt collector, Kenny, is here. And Tony tells him next week there's going to be a match. The two number one ranked wrestlers and the winner faces you for the title at the pay-per-view. And the match will be Pack. Versus Orange Cassidy. And Kenny just goes, huh, oh, wow, yeah. I mean, well, Pac did beat me before. He mm-hmm. has beaten me a few times in the past. And he's, uh, like, the number one ranked wrestler here in AEW. And uh, can't can't wait to fight him and prove him wrong. And Tony's like, well, actually, well, well no, he's got to fight Orange Cassidy. And he goes, wait, who? <laughs> Who's that? Oh, and then he just laughs and does, like, the evil Street Fighter laugh here. And he goes... Uh, everyone loves Orange Cassidy, and out comes Orange Cassidy. He's he's tired of this, uh, this getting dismissed here by Kenny. He says everyone dresses up like you, like a good 
costume, Halloween costume, your, your stuff. You're a feel-good wrestler. And then he takes off orange shades. And he says, look, you're wearing sunglasses. These are uh, real valuable. He says they're worth a lot of money. On They're just Ray-Bans. Like, Ray-Bans are like two bills, but like... Not mine. Mine were 20 bucks from Kensington Yeah, Market. mine are seven from <laughs> you guys are, You're going to the wrong guy. We're probably buying the same shades. Uh, there's, there's, there's just Ray-Bans. But he takes the shades... And he puts them on Nakazawa instead. And Kenny also says that he's the one who made sunglasses famous in wrestling. Yes. <laughs> Kenny Omega invented sunglasses. Was the first wrestler ever to wear sunglasses yeah. as a wrestler. Yeah. yeah. He says he invented that. I watched that Two Dudes with Attitude documentary earlier. <laughs> I think Kevin Nash might want to have words. <laughs> You're saying Kevin Nash is, has a one-up on Kenny Omega. Oh, yeah. When it comes to wrestling. More than one. It's Kevin Nash. He won more games without even doing anything. <laughs> Kenny hasn't even been in a war game. Uh, Kenny continues dissing this guy and says, Orange, you've wasted my valuable time. And I'll see you in 10 years when you grow up. And he gets attacked well, actually he, he has a, a great line he says so i'll see you in 10 years when you get bigger and that'll be like i don't know whenever <laughs> so i'll see you in the funnies buddy and he walks off here so orange cassidy kind of getting laughed at by kenny and he's got to go through pack if he's gonna fight him what do you think the match will be i mean after this you imagine you it's assume it will be orange, orange cassidy it's a little interesting it's not definitely not where i thought they were going because you expect it's a pay-per-view. Yeah. Or, Orange Cassidy versus Kenny Omega, right? So it is like, it's kind of comedy, but kind of not. But at the same time, does it mean that all the other characters are like tied up doing other things? Is that why? I mean, that's what it feels like. I assume Inner Circle and Pinnacle will probably continue through to the pay-per-view. And then Mox and Eddie have their issues with the Elite. So we've been saying this for a few weeks now. Like, what is the day? direction um and i guess that's why they had hangman lose last week to drop him down the rankings but i also think they they've said they'll do the rankings at AEW, so it makes sense why not do the number one versus number two to see who faces the champ and uh, although it seems a bit left field a crowd and we're talking a full crowd here will absolutely get into orange cassidy against kenny oh it just feels yeah. a bit unconventional but Cassidy can prove when he needs to be serious, yeah. he can be serious as well. Yeah. So it's interesting. I, I, I kind of dig it, actually. Yeah, I'm low-key excited for this match. Because I feel you then go, like, you, we were saying, what, do you do Christian or something? It, it, anything they go with feels a bit rushed. So I think, why not do a bit of a an outsider, someone a, a bit unconventional? Just change it up. Yeah, I think it'll be a really interesting story. But, I mean, you could also go with Pac. But after doing the story, it's kind of strange. So mm. maybe Kenny costs Pac the match and makes or makes it Orange Cassidy maybe. or something. But I'd say that's now the more interesting match. Mm. Cassidy and Kenny. Yeah. But either Pac, or Ke- like Pac and, Ke- and Kenny. I mean, Pac just needs to cut a promo and I'm interested in the yeah, match. Yeah, you know? and like, that, and the match with Kenny could go an hour. If, yeah. Like, those two are the best wrestlers, honestly. So either way, I'm... Triple I'm, threat weird it'd be very weird it'd be really weird yeah uh, i don't know if it would work but they must have other plans for some of the other people in bigger like setup matches mm. but that's uh for double or nothing but yeah uh I, overall i thought this was it, it was pretty good heel pr- it made you hate him because he's dismissing Penny's this guy a bit hit and miss on yeah. promos with me but this was a hit for me i, I thought he was 
I liked I liked when he was telling Tony to gas him up. He's like, oh, don't gas me up. I, <laughs> I love this guy. Uh, he's ridiculous, though. We get a promo from Miro. Mm. And he's like, hey, the guy who just got thrown down the stairs? Yeah, I want to fight you for your title next week. Even had a contract. Poor Darby. Di- damn. Darby's, yeah, broken pile of bones at the bottom of steps. Mira's like, ah, I said I wanted to go for a champion and I'm going for you. Uh, can Sting and do the Freebird rule and tag him? <laughs> hey, I'm his dad. Let me sub in. Let me do it, yeah. fight Miro. Uh, Miro did have a great line here to finish it off. He said, seven days from now, the world will find out what happens when the man who doesn't mind dying faces the man who doesn't mind killing. Ooh. Ooh. Damn, bars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Miro versus Darby next week, too. It, I, it feels a bit weird because obviously we've just had that great angle with Sky and Paige. And Miro Darby, I think, just is something you could build to a bit more. Yeah. It, it feels a lot's going on. Could we Too not much have, is going on. Just while you're doing this feud, have Miro just kill Kip again in a match, you know? just I blo- thought that's what he was going to say. Just blow it off. Because he was hyping. He's like, I got something planned that I've asked for specifically. Mm. And then he says, it's this. I was like, oh, I thought you wanted your match with Kip. Clearly, Kip comes out and costs him the title. I guess. It just feels... I. I think Miro versus Darby could actually be really good because Miro doesn't mind throwing people around at all and Darby seems to really like being thrown around. So I think it could be a really good David Goliath kind of match. It just feels a little rushed. Yeah, I think it's to get Kip to stop him from winning and stuff like that. I'm not too big into Miro, to Mm. be honest. Even I'm still I want to give him a chance and stuff. That line was really cool, but otherwise I'm like, eh. It it's already so much better now he's he's done the turn on Kip. I guess. I, I it's not over yet. Though. He's not talking about video games anymore. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I, I still want him to kind of... He needs to step up. But I don't know. Match For against sure. Derby, he could. He could. We go to the main event oh, yeah. of the evening. We're going to war. What is it good for? Blood and Guts, formerly known as War Games for some people. Blood and Guts, it's the inner circle versus the pinnacle Chris Jericho in the inner circle, meaning Proud and Powerful, Santana and Ortiz, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, and Chris Jericho. Uh, and they're going up against MJF, who's turned on them with his own group, with FTR, Wardlow, and everyone's favorite, Sean Spears. <laughs> so, uh, inner circle come out, and um, they're in, like, jumpers. Yeah, they're all in prison jumpsuits. Not rompers. Sorry? They're not like the not rompers. rompers, no. Jump, yeah, prison jumpsuits. They're inmates, and they all have their names on the back, and then they all have, like, prisons or penitentiaries. Basically, their home, hometown yeah. prison. <laughs> we figured this out because uh, Jericho's said Stony Mountain, like, institution, which yeah. I quickly Googled, and it's, like, in Winnipeg. Manitoba, yeah. So, clearly, that's his hometown. Yeah, and home. Sammy's was somewhere in Texas. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so all the, cool. yeah, that was cool. It kind of looked like mechanic gear, almost like a bit, a bit. But like, I get what they were going for, and like they, working at Auto Fix. But like, they yeah. wrestled. Like, remember the Stampede? They had the the matching gear. They've like, done things. Yeah, they. It's cool to see it. They're a team. I like it. Yeah. I, I always like when um, in NXT they do kind of the matching war paint or camo or stuff like that. Like, yeah, you're going to war. Uh, as Chris Leone in the Twitch chat says, you always got to rep your hometown prison. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and uh, Spells in the chat says, hey, uh, Kip is actually out for surgery. So my dream match of Kip and 
Miro isn't going to happen now. No. Kip's out for surgery. Oh. Fuck, man. I was just getting into him. <laughs> He's becoming a favorite. Uh, so, Inner Circle looking like they broke out of prison, going up against the Pinnacle, who are all in white. So, it's the opposites. The bad guys, the heels are in yeah. the white, and the good guys are in the, the black jumpers. Uh, it starts off with Sammy Guevara. So, we know the rules. Sorry, it's two rings. There's a giant cage. And these two will start, Sammy and Dax, and then every few minutes someone enters and it's it's like there's always an advantage on the, the bad guy's side yep. here, as we they and talked about. the match doesn't officially start till everyone's in, and the only way to win is by submission or surrender. 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 Every way, every how. So Sammy and Dax start off here. Sammy's running around him. There's a great spot where he does a double, like from one ropes of one ring to the other, double rope jump into a crazy cutter, uh, and then starts doing these like turnbuckle face plants into the each turnbuckle up and down and then throws them face first into the camera. And then when they cut back, Dax is bleeding. So we got blood in our blood and guts match. Yes. The start of much blood. I, I thought when I saw the pinnacle wearing white, that they might be the ones to bleed quite a lot. in this. (laughs) Um, I forgot to mention. Yes. um, They had the, the PMP, the Santana and Ortiz had the, the, the face paint. Like yes. the the cla- we've seen them wear this before. It's like the is it? I'm I'm trying to remember what it is. Obviously, it's the the d- dead presidents. The yeah, super psych in the chat. Right. But uh, we've seen other wrestlers use it before. Yeah, they they've done it before as well yeah. for big matches. Looks great. I think the was the parking lot brawl. Yeah, I think, wasn't that's it? right. Yeah, it looks great. Five star classic. Yeah, it, it technically has a five star. Yeah, but Dax is bleeding. Looks like he's wearing face paint. So Sammy's got the upper hand. But then in comes the chairman. Sean Spears, the chairman of the board, with his Sean Spears chair. Did you know you could buy Sean? You, I don't know if you can buy, but he's got his it's logo, got maple leaf on it, yeah. And everything. Yeah. And then he smacks Sammy in the head with it. Yeah. Don't worry, it's gimmicked. Is it? <laughs> I don't know, but it looked it looked cool. I hate it, but it looked cool. Uh, so Sa- Sammy's just getting beat up here, but then Ortiz is in. He comes in. He's hulking up. He's beating up all these guys. Uh, but then uh, I believe it's Dash now. Who's like all, all these guys keep beating down on the inner circle because they had have the advantage. There's this spot where Ortiz ends up getting like a gory special, gory bomb from Dash, um, like in between the apron and the cage, and he like falls through, like getting stuck in between there. It looked great. Um, so from Dax. Sorry, was it Dax? I think. Sorry, I think Cash I messed. Isn't in it yet? I think I messed up that Cash. Did come in. I think Cash did come in. I, okay. I'm messing up the order here already. Um, it is kind of confusing how it's just like there's one like I, I wish they just did the match like Survivor Series, like eliminate the guy, get him out of the cage. No, I guess that's no, no, too, no, no, no. That's too much work because that's no, that's the whole point of the surrender. It's a war, you right? It's a war. Them. Okay. I don't know. It's eliminations we see all the time. Yeah. Well, the match continues here. Santana comes in. He's on fire. He's hitting back suplexes, a rock bottom at one point. He's loading everybody up. But then they go to picture in picture. Commercial break, which pisses a lot of people off. You know how I feel about commercials and wrestling. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. It's TV. But during this, Wardlow gets his entrance. Yeah. They go, we're going to picture in picture. Wardlow, you're in. <laughs> so Wardlow comes in. He's, of course, throwing people around. Uh, but when we come back, it's Jake Hager for the big meat men standoff, the big hosses, big lads wrestling. They go at it. Jake's hitting everybody with moves, double splash in the corner, the Hager bomb. 
Uh, he grabs Wardlow by the man bun, which looks like it would really hurt. Uh, he could easily rip it, rip it off his head, I think. It realistically, <laughs> if he want, if he really wanted to. Uh, but Wardlow beats him up and gets him stuck into the cage there, grinding him against there. There's blood everywhere. Uh, there, yeah, there was this spot where Sammy like does what, like a double flipping into a Spanish fly off some point. Hmm. There was a few slip ups, but also everyone's just bleeding. Yeah. Like, clear, like I, I, I wasn't there, but it looked to me, I watched wrestling, it looks like there's some blading going oh, on. Oh, a whole load of blading. <laughs> there's a moment Sammy's, like, in between the two rings, just head down for ages, and the camera just goes to Dax, and it's like, oh, look how much Dax is bleeding, and then it comes back to Sammy. Ah, uh, he's, he's bleeding. bleeding, yeah. Cash just, I didn't even see Cash fight anyone, and he's bleeding. <laughs> there was so much blood. There was so much blood. It definitely lived up to the blood. I think the pinnacle had a bet who can bleed the most. And I think Inner Circle had the exact opposite bet. (laughs) (laughs) None of us are bleeding. Uh, So MJF comes in, the final member of Pinnacle. And he comes in. He's just being an asshole, going around taunting while his guys are beaten down on the Inner Circle. He's posing. The crowd here, because there are people in the crowd here in Jacksonville, are booing, chanting asshole at him. But then in comes Chris Jericho, the final member of the inner circle, and it's official. It's war. It's a crazy battle standoff, classic shot where they all run at each other and everyone's fighting everyone. The inner circle seem to get the upper hand here and start beating the hell out of Pinnacle. There's a crazy spot where it's Sammy Guevara hitting the Van Terminator, the mm. coast to coast. Not quite as good as Shane. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. yeah, it sure. It looked, it looked better than Shane. It no, looked better no, than Shane. Uh, at one You're point, just saying that to wind me up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you liked Sammy. I like Sammy, but he should stick to what he knows. And a Van Terminator Shane should stick to what he knows. <laughs> Shooting star presses. Shooting star presses and Van Terminators. Shane would have fit in this match. Shane likes jumping off. Oh yeah, things that's into what we need. soft landings. Uh, so there's a fork that's brought in here at some point. Mm. I don't know what's going on, but shout out Abdullah the Butcher. So there's a fork, and then at one point they like lick it. I think it's Ortiz who's like, ah, Santana. Yeah, I think Santana just carves MJF's forehead with this fork. Oh my god, uh, crazy. Um, then they go to another commercial break. During picture in picture, MJF, like you mentioned, is bleeding. So he tries to crawl out of the ring, and he signals for Tully Blanchard, who's on the outside. Tully, who's been involved with plenty of these kinds mm. of matches, I don't think he's ever really won any of them. So Probably he's technically not. a bad... They, they said in the parlay he's going over plans. Yeah, the plans are he's always lost in these yeah. game things. Watch all my War Games <laughs> matches and do what the other team does. <laughs> uh, this is where I got worried because Tully is like helping MJF get out of here. So he grabs the keys from the ref and he's unlocking it and he's getting MJF out. This is all in the picture-in-picture thing. Mm. So this kind of sucks for anyone who doesn't really get the picture-in-picture stuff because you just come back and be like, what the fuck is going on? Tully opens it up. MJ starts to climb the, the side of the cage, the lighting rig part. So he's going up. He's scaling this thing. Jericho sees this, so he books it out and then hits Tully with the cage door. And this is where I got shook because all these people in the pinnacle were blading... And all wearing white. Tully, Don Cherry, he's in a white everything. White, yeah. white suit, white hat, everything. Oh, yeah. And he gets hit with a cage door. I looked at you. I looked at our watch along. Oh, boy. <laughs> Is Tully blading? He's looking down for a long time. I don't think he did. He should have. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right he should have. But he didn't. I don't think he did. I didn't see him bleed. But then Jericho chases up when we come back from break. He chases MJ up 
MJF to the top of this cage. And then they're fighting up on top. Jericho drops MJF into the walls of Jericho. And you know it hurts more when they're on top. Oh, yeah. That so high up more. and on the cage and everything. MJF, Altitude. It gets to your head. and Yeah, exactly. Makes you weaker. Right. MJF gets out of it, hits him in the balls, and then puts the salt of the earth, the Fujiwara armbar. But Jericho is not going to tap out here. He's not going to do it. Meanwhile, Inner Circle and Pinnacle, they're just dead in the ring. They're not moving at all. Jericho is not giving up, even though MJF bites his hand, grabs the ring, nails Jericho in the head with it, then picks him up, and it looks as if he's going to throw him off the top of this structure. Mm. And this is where Inner Circle get up right away. They go outside the cage. They look up, and they go, no, stop, stop, don't do this. And the commentary are like, oh, my God, he's going to throw him off this. There's cement down there. It's all cement. What's he going to throw him there? What's... What's going to happen? So inner circle say, MJF, please do not do this. We surrender. So the ref weighs for the bell. The match is over. By surrender, the inner circle lose and the pinnacle win. And then MJF just has this bloodied face and he smiles. And Jericho's like just standing in front of him, teetering. And MJF kind of reminds me of the Lion King where he just kind of... Long, Long live the king. Pushes him off. And Chris Jericho does the Nesty plunge. Chris Jericho does the Vince McMahon explaining to Gronk how to do his <laughs> WrestleMania spot. Flies off the top backwards into what they say is cement. But it's just a box. It's of a big mattress covered in sil- like tape? silver spray painted cardboard resembling... A ramp or something? So, uh, yeah. Another anticlimactic elite wrestling here. Okay. Finish. The match itself, I I didn't mind. I actually quite liked the finish of Sammy, uh, sorry, of MJF threatening um, Jericho, like to throw him off and the surrender. Because that's something I kind of, uh, I liked about the old war games is that it's not pinned. It's, you've got to surrender. And I've seen, trying to remember ones, but there's been ones where like guys have been like handcuffed and they're about to just like execute them and the team's like waved it off. So I quite like the finish. And I thought visually seeing them both on top of the cage, like looking out over Daly's place and you see kind of the, the like stars in the background and stuff. It looked really cool. But the spot at the end, again, (laughs) like if, if you can't make it look good, don't do it. Like, obviously, you want it to be safe. Obviously, you don't want to throw a guy 15 feet onto concrete. Yeah. You're not going to do that, and that's fine. But if you can't make it look good, don't do it. Yeah. Look, we all had the issue with the barbed wire exploding thing. Yeah. It was so anticlimactic because you... Oh, well, what did you expect? We were going to explode a guy? Well, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you told us yeah. you would. And you make it look good. <laughs> yeah. You just... You, you do it. You figure it out. I don't know. If you're going to... Promote that, I figure, well, you got a lot of money, you figure it out. And it was a wet fart. It was sparklers and everyone laughed. Mm. And then we got over it and we moved on. But it's like, it's etched in history now of wrestling fans. Like it's top tier, botchamania quality of that, that incident of the barbed wire in AEW, the exploding thing. This is just as equally as bad. But the match itself is kind of like the Kenny and Moxley one. The match itself had some, some interesting stuff. It had some cool spots. 
Uh, it reminded me of some of the older War Games matches. It had mm-hmm. that vibe. Everyone's bleeding, so that adds to the, 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 the look. You mentioned the shots on top of the cage and stuff. It looked epic. Some of the shots were really cool. Uh, but I just, I, I, I kept trying to, trying to get into it, especially some of the spots where the guys are just kind of like walking around, staring around, the, slipping around. The pinnacle did nothing though. Yeah. Like that, that was my issue. It was, there wasn't, apart from the actual finish with MJF, it was just the inner circle beating the shit out of them the whole time. And I feel this whole feud has been that, is the inner circle getting the upper hand. And I'd have liked to have seen them get way more offense in it. And, like, if they're all bleeding, have some of the baby faces bleed, too. <laughs> like, who are we kidding? I don't know. It's just, like, the match itself, I was like, yeah, it's cool. It's wrestling. That's what this War yeah. Games thing is. They they do crazy spots on each other, and that's what these kinds of matches are. I get it. And I'm like, I can I can get over that. But then, definitely, the spot is just so funny. It's I, it's the same thing. It's like, wait, like, what? He's, he's going to throw him? He's going to throw him. And it doesn't help when they're saying it's concrete, and then the guy yeah. falls through boxes. Yeah. Like, come on. It's whenever I watch that Armageddon... <laughs> Uh, six-man match. It's the Rikishi spot. I, I want to like it. I, I want, like, Rikishi being chokeslammed off the cage. That looked cooler. I want that to be cool. <laughs> Dude, that looked cooler than it this. It looked cooler than this, but it was still landing on a bed of hay. And this was the same thing. Like, you want it You want it to work. Yeah. Like, you tell someone, it's like, and then Jericho, uh, the inner circle, surrender and save Jericho. But anyway, MJF still throws him off, and it was crazy. And it's like, oh, MJF wins, and then he throws him onto... A mattress. It was just weird, yeah. I think it would have worked fine with just MJF standing on top of the cage, Jericho's body just draped over, and him saying, thank you, and then posing. And then that's the end of the show. Yeah. Um, Again, it was just a wet fart of an ending. Match was fine. Um, I I don't think it got anywhere close to some of the NXT War Games matches we've seen. In previous years. I mean, well, Sammy Guevara didn't do a double moon no, off the top. Well, so. we couldn't. <laughs> I don't know how you do a double moon off that. Yeah, it was it was really funny. It was just, it felt the same. We, it was it was deja vu. Mm, We're like, oh, oh, wait, what's going to happen? He's going to throw him off? Okay, we'll accept the, we'll accept the finish because we know the spot's coming. They, they were set up. Jericho was standing there for so long. And then MJF pushes him, and it's like, ah, well, that's what it looks like, though. Mm. Like, I hated Shane McMahon, Undertaker, Hell in the Cell, because mm. the whole match was just 30 minutes of just, like, sleeping, and oh, then yeah. and then Shane McMahon falls off the top onto a mattress that mm. was dressed to look like the announce table. That looked cooler than this, though. Both, like, I hated that. This, that, that yeah, that, that looked, cooler. and that sucked, and that looked cooler than this, because this guy just fell backwards. I could have, this looked like fun. Yeah. Jericho's like, all right, crack the nest tee, fall backwards, Free falling and fall into a bunch of stuff. It, it, like, and Jericho's taking some nasty bumps in wrestling, mm. and I'm not knocking these guys, but like, yeah, this looked really lame. Like, this, it's two times now when you, you're, 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 you're one friend that gives you shit about wrestling. You're mm. like, what's going on in the, in the wrestling, uh, world wrestling federation? What's going on? Well, they're doing an exploding barbed wire match. And then they go, whoa, that sounds great. Mm. That's crazy. Wrestling does that. And then the next day, how was the exploding? Ah, uh, well, it was, it was good. It's all right. It kind of sucked. Okay, cool. What's unpopular now in wrestling? Well, they do this thing where they put two rings, and then there's a cage, and they fight, and there's all these crazy things. Okay, how was it? Well, mm. the guy fell off the top, and it was some boxes. It was like the David Blaine spot. Many John, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, it's still, it like, I'm, I'm sure it's not easy jumping off that. No, it's still definitely scary. Not. Yeah, like you're high up, and. 
but yeah, it didn't look good. I, I did... What I did like is the interviews outside the cage beforehand. I think it made it feel, made the main event feel special and looked like aesthetically quite different from what you're used to watching uh, for like the Kenny and the Miro interview. And I felt like it was almost a deliberate thing to make the rest of the show feel rushed and a bit mediocre to, to make it feel like this is, this is really a one match show, but you've got these little bonus things. Um, I, I read uh, from uh, from on Twitch, apparently people that were at the show were tweeting out saying that uh, Tony Khan came out to say um, the first hour they're watching on tape and they're going to provide like the noise for it. And then so all they saw was the Derby beatdown was the first thing they saw, the interviews and then the match, which kind of makes sense now when Tony Shivani called it a one match event which I'm pretty sure was when they were advertising the tickets the on tickets. sale. Got you. But Tony Khan came out and offered refunds to anyone who <laughs> wants it. <laughs> Fuck. Like, ah, I'm, we're, we're wrestling fans. We're so jaded. But like, part of me wants these guys to do so good. I want to be like, oh, that was crazy. That was like mm. something you got to check out. But it seems like every time I'm like, oh, man, there's so... Ah, it's laughable, but I, I know they'll bounce back and, and stuff, but I wouldn't say it's as bad as the, the exploding bar no, fire. No, not at all. Because but it still is like But again, so it, was the, it was the aftermatch. It was the post-match. You remove that and you go, oh, it was all right. I've seen better, but it was fine. And um, yeah, give, uh, the Pinnacle needed to win that. They've been so weak during this feud. Do you see this continuing? Do you think it will be... Jericho MJF, do you see them doing a stadium stampede at Double or Nothing or like another five on five or some singles matches, tag matches? Tony Khan will come out and say that Kenny Omega built the concrete ramp (laughs) stage thing and that that's why it didn't hurt. Uh, Jericho's going to make jokes about it. Jericho's going to say it was was shit. I know. Like, they have to. Mm. They can't sell that Jericho's taken out to tour with Fozzie. It looked like even when he was checking on, they they were checking on him. He was was kind of... Opening his eyes and peeking side to side, like that's what Tony Khan was doing on Twitter right after it happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I I love AEW and and it's such a great alternative to pro wrestling. And again, we're jaded. We we love to shit on everything and nitpick everything, but it was funny. <laughs> the guy was, just yeah. the guy just fell backwards off the top, and yeah, it looked lovely. <laughs> it looked like fun. Yeah. I so so do what it. do you think the direction is? Double. Or I nothing. guess a rematch. Now, yeah, there's got to be something for double five on five. I guess. And Stadium Stampede or. Something else. Yeah. Oh no, I guess you can't because it'd be it's live, isn't it? It's full attendance. It makes it makes me feel like they were planning. It seems like the same thing. Moxley was supposed to be taken out, but instead they're like, nah. And it sounds like maybe it was the same thing. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But overall, like I I still enjoyed some of the stuff on the show. The match itself was like fun. It did. You're right. It didn't get quite get up to some of the old school ones or the NXT ones, but it still was fun. You could tell some of the guys in the match really wanted to do this for so long and like be a part of this, especially FTR and those guys. Cause the Tully and they're just, they're into that stuff, but mm. they'll, they'll do another one down the line. But I, like I mentioned, Oh, absolutely. I yeah. So. Like even some, like the WWE NXT ones have been good. Like they're, they've been really crazy and mm. stuff like that. But like even in TNA, some of these hardcore, crazy, lethal lockdown, whatever. Like they get kind of like the same. Like you, you, how you feel about ladder matches. Like sometimes it's just so like. And that's why AEW keep on kind of making new what's old, old what's new. Yeah, making yeah. what's old new. And I kind of felt the going up on the top of the cage 
was trying to be newer, I guess. Whereas you think of all those old war games, I, they, I guess some of them went on top, but majority of them just happened in the ring. The whole yeah. point is the cage is meant to enclose you so you don't have any of that stuff. And I think maybe if they went a bit simpler, it could have been better. Yeah. Uh, well, overall, like still enjoyable show, but the, 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 the ending was uh, great. Just fun stuff. I can't wait to see the memes. I'm already seeing the memes. The memes yes. look great. I love wrestling memes. Send them to us all at Up Next Podcast. Uh, and hey, uh, guys, uh, that's what we thought of AEW Dynamite. But a little reminder, patrons, we take calls on BD Elite. And yes, we did a watch along. Perhaps we'll do another Dynamite watch along down I the line. I think so. I think it's safe to say Double or Nothing will be doing a watch along. Oh, 100%. So Double or Nothing, you can join us on Twitch as well. But let's go to some calls here on the show. So we go to Magan. Magan, how are you? And what did you think of tonight's Blood and Guts? I will say this, though. How are you guys doing before I start? Um, I will say this. It was no revolution done. I will, tell, I will say that. But, I mean, I, I mean, coming out of this match, I mean, there, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of potential for, like, other matches, you know, aside from this. Like, say Jericho, to, say, say Jericho takes some time off and he, he gets ridden off for, like, for like a few for like a few months and then I would have Sam Guevara and MJF you know go one on one and double or nothing and of course you could like you could break up both the pinnacle and inner circle into fuse into matches of their own like I, I would see FTR and uh, Ortiz and Santana who looked who who looked fantastic by the way that spot mm. with the fork that spot with the fork and, and he stabbed Adrian in the head and he licked it oh he was <laughs> he was an animal he was an animal. So, yeah, I mean, I would, like, I would love to see FTR and Ortiz and Santana in a, in a matchup, double or nothing. Yeah, I actually, I, I like that. Yeah, go with the tag and Sammy versus MJF. I, I think that could be good, yeah. And, and, of course, you can do, you know, another, Hager, you know, Jake Hager and Wardlow match at some point. And, of course, like, I mean, um, the next the next couple, I mean, the next week it looks pretty good. I mean, Moxie defending his IWGB US title, I guess the guys should be a lot of fun. Um, the SCU is SCU is pop, maybe splitting up against the Young Bucks because I, I do see that happening because they have the stipulation. They, they uh, of course the whole stipulation is saying if they lose a match, they're they're no longer going to be attacking. So there's definitely like an element of like you know a suspense there. And I think um, you think Miro is going to win the title against Darby Allen. I hope not because I like the Darby direction, like what they're doing with Darby. I've been enjoying Darby's run, but I could I could actually see it happening, and then that uh, that takes the title off Darby to do the tag match, and you can have Miro defending the title. Uh, maybe Miro needs it because I think they've they've kind of messed up hit the start of this run, so uh, it wouldn't surprise me. No, no, definitely not. You don't think? No, not gonna lie. Like Darby Allen for like the last several weeks has been very consistent being in the main event spot, and I think Miro needs him more, and. Um, as far as like as far as Kenny Omega's opponent for Double or Nothing goes, I mean, a lot of people. I mean, I think Orange Cassidy's gonna like you know, it's gonna win and he's gonna be packed because I they could do pack Omega at another time. But like, I mean, they're really surprised a lot of people if like, Orange Cassidy gets it because I'd like to see how he would play off of Kenny. I'm sure this is gonna be very fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's the match that interests me more. As you said, you can always go back to Pack and Kenny, and I think there's maybe a bit more story to be told with that. Um, but it's it's shaping up to look like an interesting card. Not necessarily the card I'd I'd have predicted, but 
certainly looks interesting. And I, I agree, next week, again, looks stacked. Uh, I actually think after this week's Dynamite, it kind of looks like it, it will be better next week. Yeah, and, no. um, a couple more things before I go. A couple more things. I'm I'm a little I'm a little worried that double nothing is going to go back to having a full having a full capacity is going to bite them is going to bite them in the ass because I'm scared because we're not out of it yet because I don't know how many people are going to be vaccinated by uh, May 30th. And lastly, what was what was going to say? Drawing uh, blanks right now. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not too sure about uh, the vaccination thing. But again, we're in Toronto, we're in Canada. Things are different for us, so I don't really... It'd be cool to see a crowd, but I watched the UFC stuff, and that was cool. But then, you know, it still gives me mixed... It gives me mixed feelings, man. I mean, there hasn't been any positive cases coming out of the Jacksonville UFC show, so that's kind of a miracle. Oh, and and finally, um, before before Dynamite came on, I I saw MLW Fusion season finale. That cliffhanger was pretty. That cliffhanger was a doozy. So apparently, there. Uh, I don't know if I should say it because I don't know if everybody saw it. Well, yeah, you, you can say it. I mean, yeah. yeah, it aired. So I mean, um, it it had the Leo Leo Rush. Uh, we watched that match. That was pretty good. That was but very good. You're, you're talking about the Dario Cueto turning up. At yes, the end, that, right? that was a very, that was a very cool reveal. That was a very cool reveal. Yeah, so apparently, apparently, Lucha Underground is getting a second life. But this, but, but it's going to be under the MLW umbrella. That's cool. I think uh, I think Lucha Underground would definitely fit in. Uh, MLW does quite a lot of uh, off the wall stuff as well, so I, I think Lucha Underground could definitely um, definitely fit there. Um, okay. Yeah, exciting stuff. Well, thank you, Megan. Thank you, Megan. I, I, Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you, Megan, and for hanging out with us always in the Twitch chats, and for calling in, and for being a patron. But also, uh, he's right. I feel like FTR versus. Um, P&P at the pay-per-view should be Yeah, crazy. I, I want to see that now, yeah. actually. I think that would be good. Uh, let's go over to the Windy City to speak to Jake. Jake. Jake, if you'd like to unmute yourself, please. Hey, guys. Dude, it's such a lit apartment you guys got in there, so congratulations to you both. And- <laughs> Thank you. I can see people in the Twitch chat going off about how our sound is bouncing. Well, we still have to put our set together. Yes. I know the audio sounds weird today, guys. But the, <laughs> the set is getting put together, we swear. But yes, thank you, Jake, for, uh, for yeah, noticing and across the street from, uh, from, the, from Rogers, so uh, go Blue Jays. Uh, so really yes. great place around there and, and by the lakefront. It's definitely, de- definitely nice uh, choosing from you guys. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, overall, I, I enjoyed the show. Um, you know, look, it's it's... I don't know, man, because the look, the match really delivered. Uh, the Blood and Gutch mat- match really delivered. Um, uh, the finish with Inner Circle surrounding was, in my opinion, brilliant creative. Um, uh, I understand the ending could have been uh, executed better. Um, I, I think the one for me is that, you know, uh, not only just that with the padding and the ending, but I thought camera work was really off their game uh, tonight So uh, with uh in the production side of things you know they uh was gonna say uh it is astounding how weird it looks i mean they they should have never followed jericho uh keep the camera fixed on mjf so jericho falls out of frame like kind of like when jeff hardy always did those swanton swanton bombs with um on a randy orton Mm. and yeah just cut to like a new angle showing jericho having crashed through everything hide the crash pad cardboard impact and help it helps cheap you know this the height there so that, that that's my part in the production side of things because, you know, working behind like me studying behind the scenes stuff. Uh, so that's definitely what I took out of it. Yeah. I mean, some of the uh, 
like the replays i was going why are you replaying it from that angle because it makes it look even worse yeah the the kind of bird's eye view one especially looked terrible because you just saw the panels move out of the way. <laughs> they weren't real panels. No. They are cardboard. Yeah, especially, yeah, the bird's eye view, uh, you definitely, when you show everything uh, on it, it's like it kind of looked really funky. So, uh, yeah, the replays, uh, that really didn't help at all. Um, and I agree, the commercials took me out of it at times. Uh, that was definitely a negative. It shouldn't be that much of, on this big of a match, and I kind of wish this was the match at, at double or nothing, so I don't have to, like won't really take out of it mm. um but i have mm. to add having enough fans in the crowd to make a real ruckus for the first time in any wrestling program in over a year made a huge difference uh so i mean i might be in the minority but i am looking forward to the full capacity crowd of double or nothing and plus the promotion for moxie and nagata that really felt like a a huge ufc like fight feel to it and moxie continues to prove that he's the best on the mic on AEW right now so i'm wondering if uh, it, it seemed like Nagata is going to fly all the way to Florida, uh, fly all the way to to Daly's place. I've, I'm not sure if I'm if I'm correct on that. What they're going to get him a direct well, I, that private was jet? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah, I, I know Jake. You love your your New Japan stuff. We did that uh, New Japan Cup from '94, uh, Super J Cup. Sorry, mm. from all the way back there. And I, I, yeah, I think it's super interesting seeing like a guy like Yuji Nagata. Is interesting, and what he was on TNT years ago, so mm. super. Exciting. Yeah, I, th- I think we kind of undersold that promo package a bit because considering it was just announced very cold last week, and there's no real story. Within like a minute, they gave you a story for this match and made it increase the interest. And as you said, Moxley is one of those guys that can just talk and get you invested so quickly. Yeah, I just uh, mentioned here. Um, I know you, that you guys were busy with the move, but have you guys uh, seen a? I got the chance to watch the uh, the rest of the A and E stuff uh, with Savage or Piper. I haven't yet. No. Yeah, I, I've seen all of them so far. I'm a little behind. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't want to reveal too much if you haven't seen seen it yet, uh, Braden. But uh, I don't know about you, but I, I enjoyed Austin. I enjoyed Piper. Uh, the Savage one was really weird uh, because the first hour was was well, it was a two hour again, and it seemed like. Yeah, I understand that you know it's a, it's a pro WWE stance, and it seemed like it was a an unnecessary hit job on him, uh, like focusing on all like the negatives that he had to go through, like like kind of like too much of the extreme of dark side of the ring. Yeah, I heard that from a few people actually. Mm-hmm. I haven't I, I haven't watched it, but I, I I'm, a few of my friends said that. Yeah. Well, d- please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch it still. <laughs> <laughs> I will reveal this. Uh, I was really pissed off when I saw Bubba the Love Sponge. Okay, that's not yeah. That's all right. Him and Hulk Hogan tag teaming together on like certain segments and telling how how much they sure that's not the first time they've they done a promo that. on radio and yeah, I mean that was it was really weird to watch that. And if this needs rep- if this episode needs representation, it'll definitely it will definitely be on my worst of list at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I I don't think any of them have been particularly good really it's it's not really covering any new ground for me um and kind of one of the criticisms we had with the austin one was that they didn't really go into the the nitty-gritty and maybe the darker side of uh his past and yeah with this maybe it's difficult when the guy's deceased as well and there's there's so much fans because you don't have that sort of other side and that defense um i can certainly see why people felt that way um 
for me, I, I kind of liked the... I, I agree, Bub the Love Sponge did not need to be in that documentary at no. all. But like the the Gorgeous George stuff and things like that, I found quite interesting how kind of open and honest... Well, we assume honest it was. Um, but yeah, I, I can understand why people felt negatively about it. But I don't think they're particularly good docs, to be honest. Yeah, you mind if I ask, Davey, um, because you've mentioned you've mentioned that, uh, especially for last season for Dark Side of the Ring with the Benoit one and the Owen Hart one, is that you you uh, you didn't really learn like a whole lot of new stuff. And but I just want to ask, like, why does that matter to you? If you don't mind me asking, because like maybe mm. it's like they should, it's it's captivate. It's like it's catering to like maybe like another audience who might not be caught up with all the wrestling stories no I, I agree with you and some of my favorite documentaries are the ones where i know absolutely nothing about like i i love that film uh senna and i i really don't care for formula one or anything but i find the the kind of human story very interesting and i think maybe that's uh, as you said like it's maybe for people that have heard of randy savage but didn't really watch wrestling and you go oh well that's actually quite interesting um but for me, when they're not good, like well-made documentaries and they're telling me stuff I already know, like I, I don't really care. Does that make sense? Whereas at least if you're covering stuff I, I already know and you're doing it in a, in a good way. But as you said, like the choice of talking heads on some of these programs. Um, yeah, it's uh, I don't think they've been the best personally. Certainly not the same quality as like Dark Side. Or yeah, something I'm like really excited for Dark Side next week. Yeah, and I think with Dark Side because there were so many episodes where I, I didn't know a whole, whole lot about it, or there were some episodes that revealed more information that I, I'm not really aware of. Whereas things like the the Benoit and the uh, Owen Hart case, I think any wrestling fan has kind of personally probably done their research on it over the years themselves and kind of know a lot of the information. So, um, but I certainly, I th- those were very well-made documentaries, in my opinion. I, I, did, I did think they were good, just maybe not particularly eye-opening for me. Um, but I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to that, uh, to Dark Side coming back. Yeah, definitely with the new episodes as well. Uh, hey, thank you, Jake, for calling in, man, and, and for always Thanks bringing so up much, cool Thanks so much, guys. Stuff. And uh, by the way, shout-out, uh, one more, uh, just my weekly shout-out, uh, shout-out to the Toronto Maple Leafs for making it to the playoffs. If you don't mind, now that my Blackhawks are out of it, and I'll make this bold prediction. I'm going to say the Maple Leafs will, will win it all. And we'll, and we'll win the Stanley Cup Finals <laughs> yeah. this year. So. I, yeah. I hope so, because we, we can, can see the, the ACC. Scotiabank Arena yeah, from where we live We now, have a lot so of windows in our cool. spot. Yeah, but they're, I'm sorry. Jake, I know you, you wish you were in Toronto, but the first thing you need to know about living in Toronto is don't get your hopes up. Yeah. Be- <laughs> yeah. I, I, the numbers are staring there, so I, I understand that. Hey, no, I just mean the Leafs suck. <laughs> being from England, supporting Arsenal, and obviously the England football team, and living in Toronto five years, I've learned to not get my hopes up about anything regarding real sports. That's why I stick to the wrestling, and I still get disappointed. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Thank Jake. You, Jake. Take, Take care, man. All right, have a good one, guys. See you. Talk to you next week. All right. Is that okay, it? Okay, that's it. Yeah. Uh, hey, thanks, callers. Thanks, Megan and Jake, for calling in. A reminder, BD Elite... We'll take calls uh, every Wednesday night on the Twitch, and we'll record them here for the podcast. If you're a patron, you can uh, call in. And for, like, pay-per-views and stuff, we're thinking of doing more yes. of these as well. But uh, thanks, guys. And thank you for listening here. If you want to be a patron for, for perks like that, like for access to all the podcasts we do, check out patreon.com slash upnext because we're proudly supported by our patrons. And we make so many podcasts like this covering all sorts of stuff. War Games 2000, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. Uh, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
random movies, samurai cops, backlashes, uh, everything. Yeah, uh, and I know we mentioned uh, we'll be doing a first ever BDE sing-along. Oh, yeah. Which, more info on that to come down the line. And uh, we'll get down to f- working on the uh, the Batman Begins review in the near future. Because we've done all the Batman movies, ex- and now we're up next is Batman Begins. So we'll get uh, down to that down the line. Uh, one last thing. Did you uh, end up watching um, some of the New Japan, the main event of Will Ospreay versus uh, the main event? Shingo? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you watched that match. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was really Very good. good. Yeah. Uh, I loved – nothing will top Shingo versus Ospreay from the Super best juniors. of the Super Juniors because that was just a movie. Oh, it was yeah. just this epic movie. This was really good, but I, I didn't quite get to that level for me. Yeah, I, I think I think there was part of it for me where there was no chance Shingo was winning, unfortunately. Yeah. So there was that taken away, whereas that Super Juniors match, you could really see it going either for way. Sure. Like Shingo on that undefeated streak. Uh, Osprey is kind of this underdog that came up through the ranks on the Super Juniors. Um, but yeah, very good match. Certainly one I'm going to be watching again and i'm sure one will probably be talking about come january next year yeah uh, i'm super ex- excited to see it. i know like they shouldn't even be doing shows it seems out there in japan and the world of the olympics and all that stuff things are crazy but uh yeah i want to see osprey versus okada again so yeah so why not? hopefully it happens uh so yeah cherry picking new japan and we cherry pick all the stuff like you mentioned some mlw mlw taking a little break a hiatus but when they come back i feel like they'll get some some traction if they continue to keep it at seven on wednesdays for an hour-long show it's really smart it's it's a great lead-in yeah absolutely for AEW, and now uh the sort of wwe connection with them and the lucha underground connection so yeah uh, i think mlw could and they'll be on they're on vice is it coming for yeah no, yeah yeah i i think they could turn some heads so all the, all the wrestling, Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, all that stuff. Thank you so much for listening and, su- and supporting and, and all that stuff. Follow the socials at Up Next Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I, myself, Brayden Harrington. You can find me. I'm at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. Happy Cinco de Mayo. And we didn't get guts. We got blood. And we got butts. Ahoy! Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.